If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. It is so cold outside. I'm Um, so warming up and I've been in the studio for nearly two hours. Well, we've got an update on that unusual weather in here and around Sonoma County. Forecasters are predicting scattered snow showers this morning with heavier winter conditions moving through the North Bay in the afternoon. Uh, Yesterday, Sonoma County actually saw scattered rain and some light snow across the county with some areas even experiencing patches of hail. Believe it or not, you may catch a glimpse of more snow this morning before the clouds move in and heavier precipitation comes. So most of Sonoma County is expected to see snowfall with less than an inch in the valleys and more significant amounts at elevations above 1,000 feet. And you can take a look at the mountains today because they're likely to be snow-capped, which I think is awesome. I think is great. I just hope everybody is safe on their commute home and their commute to work today. You know, it's funny because Cole's mom is in town this week, and I said, you picked the wrong week to come into town. <laughs> she said, it's supposed to be 70 and sunny. I was like, well, not this week. <laughs> not happening. Sorry. Uh, so, again, uh, speaking of traveling places, brace yourself if you plan on traveling over the next week because more than 7,000 flights were delayed and canceled at U.S. airports across the country and in the past several days because of, you know, the winter storm that's moving across the northern part of the U.S. So it looks like 1,600 flights were delayed due to snow and rain. And I saw that even Southern California received its first ever blizzard warning yesterday. (laughs) What is happening? What a world. So you can keep up with flight cancellations because it's very important to know what you're getting into and plan ahead so you can keep your and your family safe. Um, I found this online tracking database. It's called Flight Aware. Uh, you can keep up with your flight cancellations and times there. It's flightaware.com. I'm going to have to keep that for the next time I travel. That's a super great resource. So as Blake Shelton wraps up his final season of being a judge on The Voice, Reba McIntyre's given him a send-off. She said, Reba will be the show's mega mentor during season 23, helping the artists who make it through the battle rounds in preparation for the knockout rounds. The show premieres on Monday, March 6th, with the knockout set to start on April 17th. So that's really cool. Love Reba. Love that she's going to be a part of The Voice. In addition to her pal Blake, Reba's former daughter-in-law, Kelly Kelly Clarkson's on the season, along with now Oren, you might remember him from One Direction, and Chance the Rapper. Reba's return during Blake's final sitting and his his last stand is extremely fitting because she was the battle advisor during the show's first season. Oh. Here we go! It's a brand new day. Wake up! Sonoma County wakes up with Amber and Tanner. On Froggy 92.9. We have a $50 gift card to Hot Monk in Sebastopol if you solve today's ringtone ID. Can you identify what this song is? Shirley from Santa Rosa, what is your guess for today's ringtone ID? Tennessee Whiskey. That is absolutely correct. Woo! Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. You got a $50 gift card to Hot Monk for Restaurant Week thanks to which morning show? Amber and Tanner are froggy.
When did you tell on yourself? Amber and I are hosting a crab feed this weekend for the Sonoma County Sheriff's Canine Association, and so our friend Jeremy, who works in the Sheriff's Department, is putting it all together, and he is coordinating with Amber and I, and he had some questions for me about a video that he put together, you know, all the equipment that goes along with it, so he texted me, and I sent him a voice memo on my phone, and I said, hey man, I'm driving right now, so I'll be quick, yada yada yada, went on with my message, hit send, and I completely forgot that Jeremy works in law enforcement and I shouldn't be telling him that I'm texting and driving. <laughs> okay, wait. Is it illegal to... Do you think it's illegal to send a voice memo? So I looked it up. Okay. And if you have a car where you can send voice memos like directly from, like if you hit a button... Like hands-free? Yeah, if you have Apple CarPlay, it's okay. But I don't. Uh-oh. I don't. What I did was definitely illegal. And then I quickly just sent Jeremy another message and I was like, oh, you, you know, I just wanted to point out that, you know, I wasn't driving and I was pulled over on the side of the sure. road because safety first, of course. He's going to drive all the way to Santa Rosa and come arrest you for it. I'm sorry. I got to... I, I gotta do the time because I did the crime. My, my wrists are up right now, yeah. Jeremy. If you need to arrest me, I understand. I say do it. <laughs> Tanner's never done anything wrong in his entire life. <laughs> Maybe. This, this will be hilarious. <laughs> if, <laughs> Start crying. If, if any law enforcement is listening, can you actually come arrest me right uh, now? Yeah. I've never been arrested before. I mean, it just goes to show that sometimes you tell on yourself you gotta, and you don't even think about it. You got to think before you send sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever been in that situation before where you didn't think before you hit send? Yes. Um, <laughs> one time I was going over to uh, a friend's barbecue and I sent a text that said, Cole says he's going to kill your baby. And I meant to say, Cole's going to come over there and kill your baby back ribs. <laughs> <laughs> what? I've never awkward. told anyone that. Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> How did they respond? Uh, I did mean, they obviously, respond? <laughs> I explained the whole thing when I get there, but I was like, no one's going to kill you me. Waited, I'm sorry. You waited until you got yeah, there? Yeah, I was just like, oop. I, I kind of wanted to see the reaction. <laughs> With Amber and Tanner. Good morning. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. Do you know someone who's given up something funny or weird for Lent or just, you know, try to give up something in general? So Lent did begin yesterday uh, in, in Christian tradition. Uh, Lent is a time of repentance, repentance, fasting and preparation for the coming of Easter. And, you know, in many circles, you know, I grew up in the Bible Belt in the South. A lot of people just said, you know, you got to give up one thing for 40 days. Yeah. And, but it's it's different in all religious circles. But, um, Taylor, have I, maybe your family doesn't necessarily uh, observe Lent, but have you ever had to give something up or ch- chosen to give something up? When I was a kid, my family did observe Lent. Okay. And we did Lent probably the first 10 to 12 years of my life. And it was always giving up soda was what we did for Lent. And really, I think my mom just didn't want to buy any more Coca-Cola or Dr. Pepper. And so that has stuck in my mind throughout the year. So every time Lent comes around or New Year's resolutions come around, I always try to give up soda. Does it work? Never. Oh, no. It it never works anymore now that I actually have control of what I buy. (laughs) (laughs) But we don't. I don't think we ever have any self-control, you and I. I have zero. Zero. I'm just kidding. I'd like to think I I do for certain things, but I always give up. I always uh, lean into it. But yeah, when I was a kid, you know, we'd give up soda or we'd give up, you know, some sort of 
food or something like that just to have healthier habits and my mom didn't spend as much money i get it i get it Do you, can you imagine me trying to like give up something like coffee oh no please don't i've thought about it <laughs> i've thought about it like what if i did you know your keyboard would appreciate you because you spill coffee on your keyboard every day but you would suffer it wasn't on my keyboard today, Tanner. It was over here, okay? okay. It, wasn't, it wasn't on the keyboard today. I mean, what about you? Do you have you ever given uh, up anything I've, for Lent? I've tried. Uh, I've tried to give... I, not for Lent, but uh, when I was in high school, my friend wanted to be a vegetarian. And she was one of those people that wanted a friend to do everything with her. It was so annoying. <laughs> and she was like, you're giving up meat with me. And I was like, I'm not... I'm not going to do a good job of this. Yeah. So I actually did for a couple of weeks, but I hated it. And a couple I, of weeks? I hated it. It was awful. And um, I ended up breaking it because I wanted some chicken tenders. Yeah. 0% chance I could ever go vegetarian. I really wanted. I remember <laughs> ordering it from Buffington's. It was a place in Milledgeville. Yeah. I was like, can I please just have the chicken tenders? <laughs> Amber was like, what are you doing? Amber and Tanner in the morning. We want the meats. We want the meats. Oh, we've got Christine from Rhoda Park on the phone. Christine, you said you know someone who gives up something interesting for the holidays. I have a friend. I have a buddy in my um, friendship group who really loves playing games. Like, he does Magic the Gathering. He does D&D. He does yeah. video games all the time. And he's given up stuff like that in a fasting manner just for, <laughs> like, the holidays. And, you know, because it's hard for him. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. So the Kelty Ballerini and Morgan Evans drama continues and things are getting ugly. So while Kelty Ballerini and Morgan's divorce has resulted in like a whole he said she said situation i saw that page six had exclusively revealed what allegedly happened before the formal couple's marriage fell apart um but before i get into that a little bit of a recap uh kelty talked about this and opened up on the call her daddy podcast yesterday um about her divorce and marriage from fellow country artist morgan Evans and here's some of the things she said. I didn't want to have a wedding. I swore I would never get married. I think he loved me more at 23. And I love me more at 29. As he's putting out a song about being blindsided, he's taking half the house that he didn't pay for. How was I married to this person for this long? And I had no idea that that bit of character was tucked within that human being. So I talked about this yesterday and said that Morgan released a statement on Twitter saying none of this is true. It's false. And he was completely blindsided by Kelsey and the divorce. And an insider claims that Kelsey actually cheated on Morgan Wallens with the Chainsmokers member Drew Taggart. And this happened back in 2019 at Lollapalooza. So it is getting ugly right now all over the internet. Uh, so in case you forgot, the Chainsmokers collaborated with Kelsey uh, back in 2018 on the track This Feeling. Um, but Kelsey apparently didn't come clean about it to her husband Morgan Evans until 2021. Now we're told the alleged affair, you know, combined with other issues, of course, led to Kelsey Ballerini calling it quits with Morgan Evans last summer and again, blindsiding him with her decision. Now, earlier this year, Kelsey was linked uh, to the Outer Banks actor. Uh, his name is Chase Stokes. 
And they were seen, you know, getting cozy at the college football uh, playoff national championship. And they were later, you know, photographed holding hands. Uh, But apparently Kelsey wasn't worried about how Morgan would react to that situation. She said, I'm not married to him anymore. And I, I don't need to care about his feelings. She said, I mean that with all the respect in the world, but his journey is not mine. She said, I hope he, he is protected from what he needs to be protected from, but that is not my job. And I think personally, Kelsey is being so nasty about all of this. And, you know, I'm just not that type of person. To me, this seems a little harsh. And in a way, she is right. They're divorced. They're not connected to each other but this is someone you were married to for five years who you cheated on you had an affair with someone else and it you are coming out and saying that you don't care about his feelings that was very clear when you were having an affair with other people and saying that you didn't want to marry this person you don't need to say it now and just air out all your dirty laundry and go on this podcast and say all these things about morgan evans it's just really harsh to me but if you feel like Kelsey's in the right I definitely want to hear your side of the story you can call at 6361-HOP and if you want to hear everything she's talked about you can listen the episode is up on the Call Her Daddy podcast Got something to say? Call me up You can get on the radio Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now 6361-HOP 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. You you, you pretty good at trivia? Is this a question? Once you stop testing yourself, you get slow. Answer my question or you'll be standing Standing. tall before the man. 17% of people use this at work. What is it? Here's a clue. It helps you remember things. Another clue. Yellow. Here's your final clue. It is sticky. If you know what it is, call us 636-1-HOP. John from Petaluma, what is your guess for today's mind bender? I'm going to say sticky notes. That is absolutely correct. Post-it notes is the answer. Congratulations, you've won tickets to see Buck Ford. Awesome. You're going to see Buck Ford thanks to which morning show? Froggy 929 with Amber and Tanner. Everybody's asking. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Headline in a haystack. Tanneries headlines. Amber tells us which one is a lie. Cause it's headline in a haystack. Three headlines. One of them is real. Can Amber identify the headline in a haystack? Amber, by the way, today's edition is the wedding edition because I saw you post about, you know, you have a certain amount of days till your wedding and you're stressed out about it. A little bit. Yeah. It's like 220 something days. Whoo, pressure's on. That's for sure. The record is 14 to 7. I am up. Amber, you won on Tuesday with the headline, Pig Who Looked Cold Gets a Ride Home. (laughs) (laughs) And like we mentioned, it's a wedding edition. Here's headline number one. Bride arrested for wearing stolen wedding dress. Here is headline number two. Bride and groom reschedule wedding due to wrong cake order. And here's headline number three. Mother of the groom twerks during speech. Huh. I'm going to go with cake order. Cake order? Yeah. That is not the headline in a haystack. Mother of the groom twerks during speech. Nope, not that one either. I can't even remember what the first one was. The headline in a haystack was, Bride arrested for wearing stolen wedding dress. I want to see you in a wedding dress. (laughs) I just felt like you made that one up. 
Believe like, it or who not, who would do that? That's honestly why I picked it because it's so <laughs> out there, and it seems like one that's made up. But no, it actually happened. A couple identified only as Chelsea and Adam were arrested at their wedding because Chelsea was wearing a stolen wedding dress. The dress was stolen from Adam's ex-wife, Mary, and she called the police after a mutual friend texted her a picture of Chelsea on her wedding day. Adam stole the wedding dress while Mary was moving out of their home years earlier, and the police went to the wedding and asked Chelsea to remove the dress. She refused. She said, no, this is my wedding dress, and they arrested both her and the groom. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what a disaster. <laughs> In You're listening to Amber and Tanner in the Morning on Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the Morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to call Derek. He went over the Golden Gate Bridge last month, and Barry Martindale's going to say there's a problem. Yeah, hello. Hi, is this Derek? Yes, this is him who's calling. This is Barry Martindale on behalf of San Francisco County. How are you doing today? Oh, uh, I'm okay. Uh, uh, what's this about? I understand you went over the Golden Gate Bridge last month from your residence in Marin County. Uh, yeah, I go over that bridge all the time. I just wanted to inform you that there are going to be some additional fines on your toll. The reason why you're getting more fines this time around is because you have too many stickers on your vehicle. Wait, wait, what, what, what are you, what are you talking about? Too many stickers. You have, I mean, you have over 10 stickers on your vehicle. Honestly, we couldn't even count how many there were and you're only allowed to have six in California. That, that, that's not true. I, since when? I, I mean, what is this? This is, a, this is a free country. You can have as many stickers as you want. And how much is it, by the way? It's $300 for this infraction today. And the reason why is because it's a genuinely a safety hazard. And this law was put into effect across the entire state of California last month. Uh, that's, I never uh, look. I'm pretty I'm very um, up on the laws. And I, I didn't hear about this. Number one. And number two, how is it? How the heck is this a safety hazard? Well, obviously, you're not up on the laws because you're up an infraction, sir. Uh, no, but how is it a safety hazard? That's my question. It's because your stupid stickers are extremely distracting. How, how could stickers be distracting? Well, well what is this? Uh, how, what do you mean distracting? What? You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. <laughs> oh, okay. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at 7.55 for the Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. So what kind of things do you provide from someone who's visiting you from out of town or out of state? Cole's mom is in town visiting from Georgia and she did something so genius and so smart that I would love to share. I'm so impressed by this. She had hairspray shipped to our house so she wouldn't have to carry it in her luggage. That's genius. It is genius. I would have never thought of it. Now, I looked this up and you can bring hairspray on an airplane nowadays in 2022. Uh, They started it where you can have it in your carry-on, but it has to be an aerosol bottle that's under 3.4 ounces. Yeah. But she, I think, uses so much hairspray, (laughs) she got this giant mega bottle of the Sebastian Stan or not Sebastian Stan, but it's Sebastian something hairspray. And this thing is massive. And it came to our doorstep and I was like, what is this? 
Lisa doesn't mess around. So much hairspray. I, mean, I used some of it. It's nice. I'm impressed that she was able to plan ahead of time because usually when I go on trips, I don't plan like that. And I end yeah. up getting somewhere and I'm like, oh, what am I going to do? Got to find a Target or a Walmart yeah. somewhere. She's a planner. I don't I, think she forgot anything. I respect that. I, I got her some little like travel size toiletries and things like this and like a little face mask and some lotion and just, you know, some nice stuff to have while she was visiting out of town. But not for a second did I think about hairspray. <laughs> well, next time you know, when Lisa's coming to I'm, town, I got to have that hairspray ready to go. I'm going to have the hairspray. It just, a little bottle. I'm going to see how quick she goes through it. That, we're gonna One do session. We're gonna like, put how much hairspray do you use? <laughs> we're going to put it to the test. Yeah. She said, she's like, I'll bring the bottle back over for you to have and use when I'm done with it for the trip, which was really nice. Yeah. And I was like, it's perfect because I'm out of hairspray. <laughs> um, so Tanner, next time, you know, what else should I consider? Like you, you have visitors from out of town all the yeah. time. Like, are there things you provide for them that they would typically forget or can't bring on an airplane? This is going to sound a little bit out of left field, but something that, uh, Cammy, my partner and I do, is we always make sure to give them a bunch of uh, a bunch of hangers for their clothes. Oh, yeah. Because typically, I mean, we live in a one-bedroom apartment. There's nowhere to put any of their clothes. So we're like, hey, here's a bunch of hangers. This part of the closet's for you. Feel free to come in and out whenever you need to. That's really nice. And they, There's no room in our closet. They end up appreciating it, too. And <laughs> when you travel to other places or if you're in a hotel or whatever, it's just a good reminder to always bring... Uh, hangers for your clothes. Yeah, I specifically tell people not to go in my closet. I'm like, <laughs> don't go in there. You'll, you'll experience an avalanche. Like nothing you've ever seen. You'll get sucked into that closet. <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's a portal to another world. Be careful. Uh, so we did ask on Facebook, facebook.com slash froggy929. What kind of things do you provide for someone that's visiting you from out of town? Francis from Healdsburg said, I make sure the house is stocked with our guests' favorite snacks. Yeah, I should have done that. Mm. What kind of snacks do people like? Huh. I guess you have to ask them. Yep. You have to talk to them. That's not anything <laughs> Sour I Sour Patch do. Kids for everybody. I got, I got Sour Patch Kids, that's for sure. Ron from Spassville said, leave a phone charger in the guest room. You'd be surprised how often people forget one. Oh, that is so smart, yeah, Ron. Going. Gina from Santa Rosa said, contact solution. Amber and Tanner. Every morning. Mornings. Really good. They're so funny. Froggy 92.9. What's the funniest sign that you've seen in a restaurant or a business? So there's this pizzeria in Columbus, Ohio. It's called Santino's, and it has gone viral because of the sign and the banner they have outside their business. It says, now hiring non-stupid people. I've seen this before. Yeah? I've seen other businesses do this. I'm like, it's so rude. So this owner, what is wrong? Jaden says that they are tired of hiring and, entra- and training employees just to see them quit or not show up at all. And I know that is a big problem yeah. in the service industry. Uh, who is Jaden to judge who is stupid and not? That's my question. Yeah, because honestly, if I saw this sign that had that banner outside a restaurant, I'd be like... I don't want to work for a place like that. What is Jaden doing giving people an IQ test? Yeah. How do you know? So you got to solve X if you want to 
throw these pepperonis on this pizza. I can't. <laughs> but I can't do it. It just goes to show that there are a bunch of funny signs, and we see funny signs all the time on social media, on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, and all that stuff. Amber, have you ever seen a hilarious sign outside of a business or a home even? I thought this was funny when I was a kid outside of our uh, public pool, one of the public pools uh, in Milledgeville, there was a sign that said, do not breathe underwater. <laughs> and I was like, who would do that? Yeah. Like, who's doing that and I guess they just had like a problem with like kids and unattended you know if there wasn't a lifeguard on duty or something they just had to make sure that people weren't breathing underwater and I'm just like we all know we're not fish right this is, we all know this is something we do not and cannot do right but no they had to post a sign about yeah, it. Yeah how many people in Milledgeville Georgia were like I didn't know I wasn't supposed <laughs> to breathe underwater. Scary stuff man. Yeah. What about you? So when I think about signs I think about my hometown of Puyallup Washington and there was this breakfast spot called Miss Turner's and and Cheryl was famous at Miss Turner. She was like a local celebrity. She was this fantastic waiter. And uh, we drove by one day and there was a sign that said, sorry, Cheryl quit. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody in my hometown was like, how could Cheryl quit? She's such a staple. Sad news. And uh, what's even cool is they offered the Cheryl special after she left, which was just a pancake with a strawberry smiley face on it. It should have been a sad face because sorry, Cheryl quit. Aren't I mean, we all sad about it? It has been 15 years since Cheryl quit and I'm still trying to get over it. Is it still a special on the menu? I'm going to have to go back and find out. Look. Let's find out. <laughs> Booking my plane ticket right now. <laughs> Ooh, it's way too expensive for me. Uh, Wendy from Murder Park, what silly sign did you see? The Taco Bell sign on the road. The sea had fallen off and instead of saying now hiring closers, it said now hiring losers. <laughs> I took a picture. I sent it to my brother and my kid's dad. They're awesome. Amber and Tanner. No one better. Froggy 92.9. It's the Amber Showdown. Kayla from Pinole. Are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? Okay, I think so. This is how it works. I'm going to ask you five rapid fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio so she can't hear them. Kayla from Pinole, once you're done, we're going to bring Amber back into the studio and see how the two of you score. That's awesome. Sounds good. Kayla, you want to talk some smack to Amber for a half a point bonus? <laughs> how you feeling this morning, Amber? So so you think you're going to beat me today? I'm going to try my best. Okay. Okay, we'll take it. Like, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> That's enough talking smack. It's good enough. Good enough, yeah. <laughs> half a point bonus rewarded. Amber's record is 575 wins, 51 losses. She did win yesterday. Here's question number one. 58% of college students now use TikTok for homework help. Does the average TikTok user spend over or under an hour on TikTok every single day? Over. That is incorrect. Mm. Question two. Reba McIntyre will be a mega mentor on The Voice. <clears throat> True or false, The Voice has been on for over 20 seasons. True. Correct. Question three. Bill Gates has purchased a $902 million stake in Heineken beer. Bill Gates founded the biggest tech company on the planet. Name that company. Microsoft. Correct. Question four. Luke Combs says that he doesn't regret dropping out of college to pursue a career in country music. Luke went to college in his home state. Can you name that state? I want to say Georgia. Incorrect. In question five. Where are the carpal bones found? Carpal. Uh, um, your knee? That is incorrect. I'm going to bring Amber back in. Dang it. Uh, Kayla from Pinole got two and a half out of five today, Amber. So bad. 
Kayla from Pinole, I am back. How are you feeling? Were the questions hard today? A little bit, but I don't. I'm still thinking about a couple of them. <laughs> we'll see what uh, he reveals the answers next. So let's see what they are. Question one: Fifty-eight percent of college students now use TikTok for homework help. Does the average TikTok user spend over or under an hour on TikTok every single day? Definitely over. That is incorrect. <laughs> it's actually under just that fifty minutes a day. Huh. That's that is the surprising. Average. I'm just spend more time than that on TikTok. <laughs> Kayla from Benal also got that incorrect. Score is zero to zero. Question two: Reba McIntyre will be a mega mentor on The Voice. True or false? The Voice has been on for over twenty seasons. True. That is correct. Kayla from Pinole also got that correct. One to one's a score. Question three: Bill Gates has purchased a nine hundred and two million dollar stake in Heineken beer. Bill Gates founded the biggest tech company on the planet. Name that company. Microsoft? Correct. Kayla from Pinole also got that correct. When you said steak, I imagined him buying a massive, like, beef steak mm. for some reason. <laughs> that sounds good. I know. I'm so hungry. I'm, I'm hungry, too. Here's question number four. Luke Holmes says that he doesn't regret dropping out of college to pursue a career in country music. Luke went to college in his home state. Amber, can you name that state? North Carolina? That is correct. Kayla from Pinole got that incorrect. Amber, you are now up three to two. Uh, Kayla said Georgia. Which, Aww. good guess. That's not a bad guess. But Luke Bryan is from Georgia. Ooh, question number five. Amber, where are the carpal bones found? In your hands? In your fingers? Carpal? <laughs> your fingers is incorrect. Yay. You were so close. They're in your wrists. The wrist? Rat. Are you yeah, a doctor or a nurse? So familiar. <laughs> the Carpal f- tunnel. Yeah, yep. yep I know. It I was is. like, it's in your hand somewhere. Well, the final score, Amber wins three to two and a half. Kayla from Pinole. So sorry you were not the champion of the Amber Showdown. And you got to say the phrase. I am not smarter than Amber. No. You are. <laughs> I know that you are. Either way, we're still giving those tickets to the Concord Pavilion on September 14th to see Jelly Roll. Woo! That's so fun. You're going to see Jelly Roll thanks to which morning show? Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. Do you ever order off the special menu or, you know, a special menu item? I want to know what it was and was it worth it? It's Sonoma County Restaurant Week. And don't forget, we're giving away one more gift card tomorrow at 7.20 a.m. I think it's for Handline in Sebastopol. Have you ever been there, Tanner? I have never been there. Uh, it's, it's a great restaurant, so don't forget, we're giving away that tomorrow at 720. Uh, But last night, Cole, his mom and I went to Gravenstein Grill. It's in Sebastopol. Tanner, have you ever been there? Nope. (laughs) I don't go a lot of places (laughs) I'm finding out. You only go to sushi places in Taco Bell. Pretty much. (laughs) I nailed it. It's my whole diet. (laughs) Um, So, if you didn't know, Gravenstein Grill is one of the restaurants that's participating in Sonoma County Restaurant Week. And they had a special Restaurant Week menu, which a lot of restaurants that are participating in Restaurant Week do have. Yeah. Um, And I never do this. But I did order off the special restaurant week menu. What did you think? It was totally worth it. And it's one of those things I wish they had these things on their menu every time we go. I ordered (laughs) this like uh, braised beef over polenta and broccolini meal. And you got salmon cakes as your appetizer. And those were amazing. And then you got chocolate cake for dessert. My mouth is watering. It was coarse. Uh, It was so good. I ate almost all of it except <laughs> yeah. the chocolate cake I, I, I did not eat that boo so do you do this tanner 
No. You never order off the special menu? No. As we mentioned earlier, I don't go to a lot of places because I'm a creature of habit. Once I find my place, once I find my one menu item, that's what I'm getting for life. I mean, honestly, I wish I wasn't like this, but I hate going somewhere, trying something that's, you know, that I'm not familiar with and just being like, oh, well, I just wasted 30 bucks. I get that. I totally understand. But what if you love it? I know. I need to take more risks in life. I'm always playing it safe when it comes to restaurants and certain menu items. And Restaurant Week is a good way to kind of get out of those weird habits and try something new. You know, and every person is different. And I often think back to my childhood. I was also an adventurous eater. And every time I'd go over to someone's house, the parents were like so impressed that I would just try anything. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know if this is good. Yeah. I don't know if this is a good quality to have. What if I eat poison? Where I was that annoying kid that'd be like, do you guys have chicken nuggets by any chance? <laughs> Is there macaroni and cheese anywhere? <laughs> Maybe you can throw some chili in it if I you're feeling crazy. Dr. Pepper. <laughs> I, I get it. Yeah. Uh, and I have tons of friends like that. You know, it's better to be safe than sorry sometimes. Yeah. It, that's true. But we've got David from Windsor on the phone. David, you said you tried a special menu item once. What was it? Kangaroo. What? It's kangaroo meat. <laughs> it was... It, like an overcooked lamb. Okay. It was really, really chewy and dry. What else? It was almost like chewing leather in a bubble bubble gum mixture with a bad lamb taste. Wake up in the morning for the rouge to croak. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, Sonoma County's number one for today's country.